You're listening to the Ending Your Binge Eating Podcast, the place where women leaders, founders, and CEOs come to break free from binge eating so they can have more peace, energy, and make a bigger impact while enjoying the foods they love. Hi, and welcome back to the Ending Your Binge Eating Podcast. So today I wanted to talk about the power of food freedom because you know, so often the topics that I speak on are really about how to stop binge eating, how to stop emotional eating, how to get out of the pains and stresses and struggles that can often accompany binge and emotional eating, whether that's guilt, shame, you know, feeling lethargic, um, beating yourself up, have struggling to have compassion, struggling to have self-confidence, struggling with body issues, all those things that come along with it. Yet that's only one half of the equation. I talk to you about the power that you tap into when you get to the other side. You know, when you actually tap into food freedom, what is waiting for you? And, you know, I just, um, it's Sunday morning. I just came in to record this podcast after um, just a nice, pleasant, peaceful, enjoyable morning, Um, you know, sitting outside on my porch you know, having a cup of coffee, watching the sun come up. And in that moment, just realizing like, wow, this is, this is very much what I imagined for myself. When I imagined my future, when I imagined living the life of my dreams, I imagined being able to just enjoy a moment, just being able to be present and to not have to have anything outside of myself um, to bolster my mood. I could just have me, myself, and I, you know, <laughs> sitting outside um, morning rituals that I, I really love and I value. And, you know, it's meaningful for me. And so, you know, one of the things that my students learn inside Eat With Balance is about how to find your own unique values. What are those things that are meaningful to you um, with your own goals? And, you know, when I think about coffee and the coffee ritual, I think about my mom, you know, and that goes back to her childhood. She would tell me stories about how her mom would pour her coffee. Um, well, actually, she would pour her milk and then she would add just a tiny bit of coffee to it and that would be her coffee. <laughs> I wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, what really is waiting for you when you tap into food freedom. And, you know, these stories are going to mostly be from my per- perspective, but I'll also pepper in some uh, stories from my students as well as they come to mind. But the first thing I want to talk about is just, I mean, just the power in that alone. I remember you know, for so many years, just being so fearful because of the fact that in my family, 
there are health issues on both sides of the family. Both sides have experienced diabetes. So one of my old stories that I no longer have, my old story was, you know, diabetes runs in my family. Well, what that story meant for me, because you could say, well, Rashonda, factually, that's true. Like if you had diabetes on both sides of your family, but there's a difference between that and what that story really meant for me when I broke it down was, therefore, I am at risk for diabetes. You know, I I might get diabetes. Like, I had this fear that I was going to wind up with diabetes. So my story that I would tell myself, it was all based in a lot of fear, a lot of, you know, thinking that just being hypervigilant, you know, thinking that I really, uh, every bite I ate was getting me closer to having diabetes, like every bite of sugar I ate, for example. And so it was just a lot of fear involved in that. And, um, you know, one of the principles that I have seen in my life is what you resist persists. So being fearful about sugar and carbs did not actually decrease the amount of sugar and carbs that I ate. It did the exact opposite. But, you know, on the other side, when you experience a food freedom leaves you with a sense of knowing and trusting your own commitment to your own well-being, because that commitment to your own well-being comes from truly and deeply valuing yourself. And so as you listen to my words, you might even feel a space opening up in your chest and in your heart and maybe a warmth is coming over you. Now, how different does that feel from the fear that you may have operated from in the past, no matter where you are in your journey right now? And so this is one of the things that... um you know, it seems so simple, and yet it's probably the most powerful thing that I'll that I'll share with you today. But I'm going to keep going because there's so many hidden benefits um, that you get to tap into when you really discover this freedom in your life. Crutches. You know, have you ever? experienced your eating habits as being a crutch. Maybe they are a way to pacify yourself. Maybe they are a way to keep yourself safe. Maybe they're a way to get you through difficult times. Like maybe you're stressed out and you're you're getting things done, you're being productive, but you're using food to carry you through those things. And you, you know, it feels like like an imposter because you have this habit, you know, especially if you are someone who is in influential industry or space and you, you know, you just feel like, okay, who am I to tell anybody um, anything when I have this habit going on in the background? Now, all these things are things that I can 100% relate to, you know, by no means does anyone ever need to strive for perfection You know, in fact, I think that perfection is the enemy of influence, (laughs) you know, Um, this day and age, more and more people are really wanting, um, this is what I'm observing. So this is my interpretation, but that people are wanting 
authenticity these days. You know, people want people who are real, the shiny plastic, you know, um, versions of people. Except for maybe in a very few, you know, rare cases. But when you're at least living in a way that that's your intention, there's so much power that that you, I don't want to say regain because it's not that the power isn't there. It's more like you're in a weakened state until you begin to let go of some of these things that have been keeping you small, safe, comfortable, you know, that could look like, you know, going and speaking in front of people on stages, you know, um, that could look like prospecting more for your business. Um, That could look like being vulnerable with someone that you love and really letting them see you like taking off the mask, taking away the need to manage your, your image in front of other people. And it might surprise you that these are some of the residual benefits of food freedom. But, you know, I've seen it in my life. I've seen it in the life of my students. You know, my students talk about um, the ways that they're different. So one student that I'm thinking of now that comes to mind is my student, Hannah. You may have heard her story. She's um, come on the podcast in the past. And after working with me um, in an early version of Eat With Balance, um, you know, she talked about how she was able to show up differently in her relationship. She talked about how, you know, she was no longer sitting on the couch, um, lethargic at the end of the day from overeating. And now she was actually able to like do the things that she needed to do for her family because she had all this energy. And she also talked about, and she did, you know, go after new opportunities in her career. So You know, these are the types of things that I've seen. So the next thing is, and, you know, some of these things you're going to notice are very closely related and interrelated. But the next thing is, you know, freedom from self-sabotage. And I think the reason for this is because it's almost like, um, trying to think of an analogy, but my student, Lisa, um, she was on the podcast recently and she talked about like, once the light is on, you can't not see it. And I love this, this metaphor. And I think that this is the principle that contributes to taking out self-sabotage. So what I see is that, you know, once you take out, once you realize the mechanism that underlies emotional eating and binge eating, you start to notice how this mechanism shows up in other aspects of your life as well. The mechanism, it's just, it manifests in different ways. 
And once you identify that, you start to notice like, oh, this is the same thing over here. You know, where you know, maybe I, I watch too much TV sometimes. Hey, this is the same thing over here where I, I just learned this word doom scroll. I learned this <laughs> recently, <laughs> but doom scroll, right? This is it's the same mechanism. Oh, it's the same thing over here where I, um, you know, I overreact when my partner does something that irks me. So you start to see, oh, like this is a pattern and I can you I can apply these tools in all these different areas of my life. And what does that do? Well, it kind of takes away all of the walls and barriers and boundaries that you've built up around yourself. And now you kind of have no choice but to go out there or go back to the old way. But the thing is that for most people, what I've seen is that once you see that, you can't unsee it. And so it's really like I've, I haven't seen anybody go back to the old way, you know, because you just you have that taste for what it's like now. And so you just I, I think and this is an interpretation at this point, you just have to keep moving forward. But this is what I have seen in my own life. And I have seen it in my students' lives as well, you know, and to be able to go forward to create what you are wanting to create in your life and not be hindered, that is something that, you know, there is no, there's no price you can put on that. There's no value, like you can't quantify how valuable that is. So the next part goes right along into that, which is procrastination. Like you experience much less procrastination. And over time, that gets more and more so because awareness, once the light of awareness is on, it's like that light keeps growing brighter and brighter and brighter. And it starts to cover more and more and more area, let's say. You start to see more and more and more of yourself. You start to see more and more and more of your behaviors, your patterns, the places where you might tend to delude yourself a little bit. We all do it, by the way, you know, myself included. And you start to be able to become more and more aware of these things and you start to be more connected and also receive feedback about yourself without feeling um, like you need to shut down or feeling hurt by a critical remark. And, you know, the reason why I mention this is not just to say, you know, that you'll have thicker skin and won't be as affected by what other people say, but also that you can take in feedback and actually evaluate it from that place, again, of knowing that you're worthy, no matter what, you know, anyone says about you, whether you get something quote unquote right or wrong, which I actually don't live from right or wrong anymore. I used to, but I've now released that paradigm from my life. But 
you're able to live in the world in a much less reactive way. Now, you know, the epitome of reactivity um, is binging, right? Or emotional eating. Imagine that you are able to go through virtually anything and have the awareness to stop yourself from using food as a crutch. So that is um, the next uh the next thing. And then again, they're all connected. So the other side of this is, so no crutches, freedom from self-sabotage, less procrastination. And when all of these things are present, you're more connected to your purpose. You're more connected to the reason why you wake up every single day. Whether that's you wake up to serve your family whether that's your children, whether that's caring for parents who are elderly, whether that is, you know, creating freedom for yourself or for your family through your entrepreneurial enterprise, whether that's impacting and serving other people through your message that you have to share, you'll find yourself more connected than ever to yourself, why you're here, and therefore that will emanate out to others in the world. And then imagine you're living this way in your life every day. Imagine how much more enjoyment you're going to experience in your life. How much more presence, because you're putting yourself out there, you're experiencing new new things. One of the um, elements of happiness is novelty. Well, we can't have novelty without getting uncomfortable because we have to be willing to change something in order to experience something new, right? So imagine how much more enjoyment you're going to be experiencing in your life and imagine you're experiencing that enjoyment on deeper and deeper levels more and more from now for the rest of your life. And that's the life that you get to live, that life of self-discovery and self-awareness and presence and peace and power, impacting others, having an effect that goes beyond just yourself, but goes to the people that you serve or impact or influence, and then how that is going to continue to ripple out throughout the generations. And you know what? Now more than ever this is needed in a, in this world more and more of us are getting disconnected i heard a statistic recently that showed a correlation between loneliness and an increase in mortality among young people i'm talking like teenage years to like somewhere around the mid 50s or early 60s And more than ever, it is needed for those of us who feel that call to wake up to ourselves, to the power that we have within ourselves, wake up to our inner connection and, you know, really feel that connection to ourselves and to our purpose so that we can go and 
share that with others. And so this is why I do what I do. And I, I want to also say that I thank you for listening each and every week. I thank you for your, you know, your reviews, your, your shares. Um, for those of you who have trusted me and taken that leap to actually come and work with me inside a more intimate container for each and every one of you. I thank you for allowing me to live my purpose. So thank you so much for listening. And I would love to hear your thoughts over on Instagram. You can shoot me a DM. Also, the doors to eat with balance are going to be opening very soon. So if you would like to be the first to know when we do open the doors, put your name on the wait list at rashondiates.com slash waitlist. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you have gained any value from this episode or from the podcast in general, then I would really appreciate it if you would leave a review on iTunes. It is such a big help. It helps me to reach more people. And if you did gain any insights, I would love to hear your takeaways and how you're implementing these tools over on Instagram, you can follow me at Rashandi Yates and send me a DM and let me know what you are using, what you're taking away from the episode, what your ahas are, things that you're seeing differently. I love having conversations with you over there. And until next time, I'll catch you on an episode on, an, on another episode. Bye.